The Spendthrift Trust and Capital Gains Tax Savings Case Studies. We're going to show you how some of my clients have been able to liberate themselves from capital gains taxes by using the Spendthrift Trust. But before I get involved in that, I have to go through into this legal disclaimer, which says that I'm not a licensed tax or legal advisor. I don't give tax, legal, or accounting advice. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. So who am I? Well, my name is Don Thornton. I have been a real estate investor for, what, 21 years is my 21st year. I am a trust expert and I own this trust. So I have practical knowledge about how this works. And one thing I can tell you is that capital gains taxes are definitely not a taxable event for this trust. And I feel like I'm on a mission. I feel like I'm on a mission, not for the Rainbow Coalition, but to preach the gospel of amazing legal tax reduction. But so let's give you the legal foundation of this first. Basically, and this is from right from the tax code, IRS code 643B. This 643B has to do, this whole section of the tax code has to do with trust, especially this trust. And what it says here is that gains from the sale or exchange of capital assets shall be excluded to the extent that such gains are allocated to corpus, which means the trust itself, and are not A, paid, credited, or required to be distributed to any beneficiary during the taxable year. Those, that's the key part of this, okay? So corpus, like I said, is the corpus of the trust. And that the, the, the key thing here is that are not required to be distributed to any beneficiary, all right? So if your trust is in compliance with RS Code 643B, that means that all capital gains are excluded. Excluded means you don't have to pay them, okay? So this non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, discretionary, spendthrift trust does, in fact, allocate all its proceeds to the corpus of the trust, and the trust governing instrument does not require the gains to be distributed to any beneficiary. So we are 100% a IRS Code 643 compliant trust. Now, think about what you can do with all the tax savings when you sell a property, you sell an asset that would normally accrue or uh, trigger a capital gains tax event. That money comes back into your trust. What could you do with it? Well, you could use the, you could use that to pay trust expenses for all the assets, all your rentals, all your personal vehicles, gas, pay for your mortgages, pay for your car payments. Anything having to do with those assets that trust can pay for. Uh, it can pay for expenses for beneficiaries. And like I said, I have been, um, you know, I've been doing this for a while and it's surprising. Maybe 90% of my daily expenses the trust pays for. You can invest in other properties. You can invest in any kind of other uh, investments that generate passive income. Generate wealth. You can uh, inv invest in infinite banking, whatever it takes. Now, um, I want to just dive in. Let's talk about three case studies here, three examples for my clients about how they are saving a lot of money by using this trust to legally uh, eliminate capital gains. Now, let's talk about Tim from Alabama. Now, Tim was selling his business 
for $7.5 million, okay? Now, he was mostly selling the trademarks to his business, but obviously those were those trademarks were worth their weight in gold. So he was, he was on, he was actually under contract, and, you know, his accountant told him that he was going to have to pay $1.7 million in capital gains taxes. That's a lot of money to go to the IRS, especially if you don't need to pay those legally. So here's what we did. We, he, came, he, he found me on social media. We had a number of different strategy sessions, explained everything to him. Ultimately, what he did was he sold all of his business assets, including the trademarks, to the trust. So he signed, he, we re, he redid the, the uh, purchase and sales agreement for his business for those trademarks. Uh, so the trust was the seller. He, was a, he signed as trustee. The, tr the trust sold the business in an asset sale to the buyer. And all the proceeds were allocated to the corpus of the trust. So that $1.7 million that would have gone to the IRS, it stayed in his trust. And he's now using it to invest in other projects. Is your mind blown yet? I mean, think about that, right? $1.7 million is more than a lot of people earn in their lifetime. And he was able to save that just by putting his assets of his business, selling them into the trust. All right, let's, I'm going to blow your mind some more here, okay? Let's go to case study number two. So we have Mike. Mike's a real estate investor in Florida. And in 2022, he had sold uh, uh, three of his investment properties. Now, he was going to... Um, he was going to, uh, you know, go ahead and consummate this, but the hurricane. You know, we had, if you remember, in, in the fall, uh, September of 2022, we had a couple of hurricanes go through Florida, and it messed up his 1031 exchange. And so now he was like, "What do I do?" You know, <laughs> he was going to be on on the hook for about eighty thousand dollars in capital gains taxes. And again, well, that not, that's not like one point seven million, but hey, listen, eighty thousand dollars is a big chunk of change so we were able to work him through walk him through this he sold his properties to the trust he did a bill of sale for the trust obviously he's the trustee and the trust gave him a note as compensation because it was an irrevocable trust therefore he had to sell it not transfer it sell it into the trust and uh you know in any kind of a sale there has to be consideration in this case the trust gives it a note um instead of money for the consider consideration this stopped the 1031 exchange in its tracks. The $80,000 that would have been paid to the IRS stayed in the trust, and now he's using it for other investments. What do you think about that? Okay. Is that not a mind-blowing example? I think it is. I, and I'm going to show you one more that's going to be pretty cool. Okay. Let's talk about case study number three. All right. So we have James. James is a, is a very successful real estate investor in Pensacola, Florida, and he reached out to me because he's selling two storage facilities. And I think you know where this is going, okay? So he's, he's a storage unit king. That's what he specializes in. For those of you who know, storage units have been hot. It's a hot commodity. Lots of people want to invest in them. So he was selling his storage units for $6 million. So um, when you look at, I think it was like, um, I think he had like $2 million in expenses, financing and so on and so forth. So basically his uh, net was going to be around $4 million, which meant that he was going to be on the hook for about $800,000 in capital gains taxes. 
I mean, you can imagine he could fill up a whole storage unit of dollar bills that he would have gotten. He would have been sending to the IRS uh, with with if he was going to pay the that kind of money in capital gains taxes. But again, luckily, he was able to find me, and we were able to do uh, teach him, educate him how this could work, how he could get this in a trust. And so this is what we did. He sold his storage units to the trust. Again, did it bill uh, a deed? He did them over to, to us. Uh, not to us, I'm sorry, to the trust. He did a bill of sale for the trust, and the trust gave him uh, a note, again, as compensation for the transaction. So now he turns around, and the trust sells those storage units, not his LLC that he had. Or actually, I think it was an S-Corp in this one. It doesn't matter. Anyway, that $800,000 stayed in the trust, and now he's using it for other investments. Right now, he can he can buy more properties and, and and generate more wealth by using money that would have been gone. Think about that; it would have been gone completely. But now he has that in his arsenal. I'm telling you guys, if your mind's not blown yet, then you must be a robot. If you're a Battlestar Galactica fan, you must be a Cylon because this is the most amazing thing that's ever I've seen real estate investing. I've been in this for 21 years and listen, I have made a lot of money in real estate investing. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything that eliminates capital gains. I've seen things that that uh, kick it down, the, kick the can down the road and defer, but never eliminate completely. And this is important for you to understand. There are legal tools out there to reduce your taxes. Most people only know a certain portion, but there's you want to use all the legal tools in your in your toolbox to reduce your taxes. This is one that has not is not widely known, but it's gaining in notoriety. It's gaining in acceptance, and in the next five to ten years, it's going to be all over the place. So I would encourage you to be proactive, and if you want to learn more, then just schedule a free uh, strategy session with me. Just go to Calendly. C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash Don Thornton. My name is spelled D-O-H-N-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N slash 30 minutes. If you do this, I guarantee you, you know, you're it's going to blow you away and you're going to see just how much money investing in this trust and implementing the trust tax reduction strategies will, how much money that's going to save you. Get smart, okay? Get smart and work with this totally legal strategy to be able to reduce your taxes and get 100% lawsuit proof asset protection. Thank you very much for watching my presentation. I look forward to seeing you again.